Day one of Totus Tuus's Novena to Our Lady of Lourdes with quotes from Blessed John Paul II's Apostolic Letter Salvifici Dolores on the salvific meaning of suffering. Explaining the salvific value of suffering, the Apostle Paul says, In my flesh I complete what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the Church. These words seem to be found at the end of the long road that winds through the suffering which forms part of the history of man and which is illuminated by the Word of God. These words have, as it were, the value of a final discovery which is accompanied by joy. For this reason the Apostle writes, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. The joy comes from discovering the meaning of suffering, and this discovery, even if it is most personally shared in by Paul of Tarsus, who wrote these words, is at the same time valid for others. The Apostle shares his own discovery and rejoices in it, because of all those whom it can help, just as it helped him, to understand the salvific meaning of suffering. The theme of suffering, precisely under the aspect of this salvific meaning, seems to be deeply embedded in the context of the Holy Year of the Redemption as an extraordinary jubilee of the Church. And this circumstance too clearly favours the attention it deserves during this period. Independently of this fact, it is a universal theme that accompanies man at every degree of longitude and latitude. In a certain sense, it coexists with him in the world, and thus demands to be constantly reconsidered. Even though Paul, in the letter to the Romans, wrote that the whole creation has been groaning in travail together until now, even though man knows and is close to the sufferings of the animal world, nevertheless, what we express by the word suffering seems to be particularly essential to the nature of man. It is as deep as man himself, precisely because it manifests in its own way that depth which is proper to man, and in its own way surpasses it. Suffering seems to belong to man's transcendence. It is one of those points in which man is, in a certain sense, destined to go beyond himself, and he is called to this in a mysterious way. If the theme of suffering demands to be addressed especially in the context of the Holy Year of the Redemption, this is primarily because the Redemption was accomplished through the cross of Christ, that is, through his suffering. And at the same time, during the Holy Year of the Redemption, we recall the truth expressed in the encyclical Redemptor Hominis. In Christ, every man becomes the path for the Church. 
it can be said that man becomes the path for the church, especially when suffering enters his life. This happens, as we know, at different moments in life, is realized in different ways, takes on different dimensions. Nevertheless, in whatever form, suffering seems to be, and is, almost inseparable from the earthly existence of man. Given then that throughout his earthly life, man walks in one way or another, on the path of suffering. The Church at all times should meet man on this very road. The Church which is born of the mystery of redemption in the cross of Christ has to try to meet man in a particular way on the path of his suffering. In this meeting man becomes the path of the Church and is one of the most important paths. From this also follows the present reflection, precisely in the year of the redemption, a meditation on suffering. Human suffering evokes compassion. It also evokes respect, and in its own way it intimidates. For in suffering, is contained the greatness of a specific mystery. This special respect for all human suffering must be set at the beginning of what will be expressed here later by the deepest need of the heart and also by the deep imperative of faith. These two reasons seem to draw particularly close to each other and join together on the theme of suffering. The need of the heart commands us to overcome fear, and the imperative of faith, formulated, for example, in the words of St. Paul quoted at the beginning, provides the content in the name of which, and by virtue of which, we dare to touch what seems so intangible in every man. For man, in his suffering, remains an intangible mystery. Let us pray. Hail Mary, poor and humble woman, blessed by the Most High, Virgin of Hope, prophecy of the new times. We join in your song of praise to celebrate the mercies of the Lord, to proclaim the coming of the kingdom and the full liberation of humanity. Hail Mary, humble servant of the Lord, glorious mother of Christ, faithful virgin, holy dwelling of the word, Teach us to persevere in listening to the word, to be docile to the voice of the Spirit, attentive to his appeals in the intimacy of our conscience, and to his manifestations in the events of history. Hail Mary, woman of sorrow, mother of the living, 
virgin sparrows beneath the cross, the new Eve, be our guide along the paths of the world. Teach us to live and spread the love of Christ, to stand with you beneath the innumerable crosses on which your Son is still crucified. Hail Mary, woman of faith, first of the disciples, Virgin Mother of the Church, help us always to give an account for the hope which is in us, trusting in the goodness of man and the love of the Father. Teach us to build the world from within, in the depths of silence and prayer, in the joy of fraternal love, in the irreplaceable fruitfulness of the cross. Holy Mary, Mother of Believers, Our Lady of Lourdes, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.